Welcome to Life with Hula, the podcast. Hi, my name is Hula, and this is my podcast. Welcome back. Happy Monday, by the way. Hope you had a great weekend. Um, I am a dad here in San Diego with uh, a beautiful family, just trying to get through this pandemic and just sharing stories about my life, also sharing stories about what's going on in the country, and just sharing information with you. That's basically what Life with Hula is about. I used to be a former, or not used to be, but I I was a former radio personality um, here in San Diego um, for about 19 years, and I'm so used to just sharing my life with everybody that when I lost my job at the beginning of the year, I decided to create this podcast to keep people aware, um, but also just to share my life, you know, continue sharing that that you know, my stories and stuff like that. And that's what Life with Hula is about. So if you're a new listener to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. If you are someone who's been consistently listening to the show, thank you, thank you, thank you for constantly listening to this show. I appreciate you. I appreciate um, the fact that you're still listening. And um, if you could do me a favor, there's a couple things I would love for you to do. If you could uh, follow this podcast on whatever social media platform you're listening to, you can also email me at lifewithhula at gmail.com. Uh, I have a Facebook page, Life with Hula, the podcast. It's pretty easy to find if you just search that. And also, if you could vote for this podcast uh, for the top 50 for November uh, in a Podcast Magazine. I know that's a lot I'm asking from you, but if you could do that, I would appreciate it um, very much. Um, it is Monday, like I said, a uh, lot's going on. I'm going to recap my weekend for y'all. Um, we went to SeaWorld to do the SeaWorld Spooktacular, and it was a lot of fun. And I'll share that uh, information with you um, if you're deciding to go on Halloween weekend, because it will be open, and it's actually going to be open today, as a matter of fact, and you can check out all of the SeaWorld Spooktacular uh, over the weekend. If you're in San Diego or if you're near San Diego, you can do that. Also, I have your moment of pure happiness, and it's all about baby names. Baby names, and I'll share with that with you as well. Um, I also have a weight loss update. How did I do at SeaWorld with my weight loss? You'll find out. Um, but first, I have some stories to keep you in the know. Now, these are stories I feel that people will be talking about in your offices. I think that the top three trending stories. And we'll start off with uh, downtown Disney news. Um, it looks like California Adventure now, the theme park, is going to be open in November. Sort of, kind of. Um, starting next month, the downtown Disney district will be extended to include Buena Vista Street inside Disney's California Adventure. Um, they are going to keep the theme park closed, but fans will be able to shop and eat at the stores and eateries that line the entrance within the gates. The shops will be open include Elias and Company, uh, Julius Katz and Sons, and Kingswell Camera Shop. The dining experience includes Trolley Treats, Carthay, uh, Cafe Circle, Fiddler, uh, Pfeiffer and Practical Cafe, and Smoke Jumpers Grill. Only the shopping and dining experiences along Buena Vista Street will be accessible from the downtown district at this time as Disney California Adventure Park is currently closed, says uh, according to the Disney blog that was posted. Uh, they were reminded guests that they will still need to follow the health and safety measures put in place to curb the spread of COVID-19. Of course, wearing your face masks um, and the social distancing. Um, so this is big news for Disney. I mean, I know just recently we they released the guidelines for theme parks reopening, which you have to be in the yellow tier, which is pretty much impossible for Disneyland and California Adventure to do that. 
But, you know, this is going to be happy news for a lot of people that just really want to get into the parks, you know, especially for, you know, Disney's California Adventure. Carthay Circle is a great restaurant, by the way. Um, so there you go. You can, you know, it's expanded even more besides downtown Disney. Your next story to keep you in the know, if you're a fan of Elton John, guess what? He's getting his own Barbie. Um, Elton John has teamed up with Mattel to launch his own Barbie doll. Uh, according to uh, Elton John on social media, he says, Barbie is an iconic an icon in her own right. So having her pay tribute to my work and personal style is a real honor. I hope that she inspires fans everywhere to fiercely pursue their own dreams and limitless potential. So it doesn't really take on his likeness. Um, it actually, the Barbie um, has Elton John... Uh, it's a classic Barbie doll with a style mimic, mimicking that of the musician. So he, she is wearing a, a jacket that says Elton. Her pants say EJ on it. She's wearing a hat. She has big glasses. Um, according to Mattel, they say the Elton John Barbie doll shines bright in a glittering top and flared denim embellished with Elton John sparkling initials. Her Elton embossed bomber jacket features star printed sleeves and a rainbow striped hem. Nods to the artist's iconic style include rainbow-striped platform boots, boots, a purple bowler hat, and sparkly pink-tinted sunglasses. So this is uh, this release of the commemorative doll comes ahead of the 45th anniversary of, John, of Elton John's historic 1975 Dodger Stadium concert, which broke a record at the time for the largest single artist concert. So if you're wanting to get this Barbie doll, it's a limited edition, comes with a stand and certificate of authenticity. It sells for only $50. <laughs> and your last story to keep you in the know, if you're a fan of ice cream like I am, Bluebell is going to, uh, or they announced their ice cream holiday, f uh, holiday feet favorites um, that are going to be at your grocery aisles very soon. Um, it looks like their Christmas cookies ice cream will hit grocery freezers aisles in the near future. The seasonal flavor of Christmas cookies hints to cozy evenings by the tree, munching on a holiday treat with a tall glass of milk while enjoying the company of family. Christmas cookies is a combination flavor of your favorite cookie, chocolate chips, snickerdoodle, and sugar. Um, together in a tasty sugar cookie ice cream with red sprinkles and green icing swirl throughout. Families uh, may also look forward to another favorite at their local grocer, peppermint ice cream, which is a treasured holiday favorite. Peppermint is described as a cool, refreshing flavor sprinkled with real peppermint candy pieces. So there you go. There's a, uh, you know, I know it's not even Halloween quite yet, but we're getting ready for our holiday sweets and treats. And there's going to be more news with all these holiday sweets and treats coming out very, very soon. And those are your stories to keep you in the know. All right, so I'm actually wanting to call out some specific entrepreneurs here in San Diego. If you're an entrepreneur, if you have a small business and you're looking to get support, if you're looking to get information, especially during this time, you know, with COVID and businesses shutting down, if you're looking to transform and grow your business, you can take advantage of free mentoring, expert training, workshops, and connections to powerful business networks. It's through a program called Connect All San Diego through the Jacob Center, and they have uh, virtual information centers that they have going on right now. Um, let's start off with October 29th from 5 to 5.50 in the evening, November 5th from 5 to 5.50 in the evening, and November 12th from 11 to 11.50 in the morning. You can actually join their virtual business accelerator program 
Um, it is again called Connect All at the Jacobs Center. Um, it is a program which encompasses the San Diego region's first low, moderate income and diversity uh, focused business accelerator program. The accelerator program guides startups to grow and the Business Resource Center links uh, businesses to local services by providing monthly workshops and consultation with experts. It is really great, especially if you're a low to moderate and diverse founder and you live here in San Diego. Specifically, you have to live in San Diego City or have your business around there. Um, so this is a great opportunity. If you want to be a part of it, um, again, the purpose of the program is to make sure the businesses out there do not feel alone and they know they are um, that there's a nonprofit, there's nonprofit organizations that are there to help entrepreneurs um, with assistance and help create jobs and help your business grow by be uh, that your business can be substantial so you can last 10 plus years. Now, if you want more information about this, you need to visit connectallsd.org. That's connect, C-O-N-N-E-C-T-A-L-L-S-D.org. Or you can email info at connectallsd.org. Again, info at connectallsd.org. Get yourself more information about it. It's a great benefit, especially if you are an entrepreneur. All right. So over the weekend, uh, my family and I, we did go to SeaWorld Spooktacular. There is um, one more weekend, but actually they have a couple more days for this Spooktacular. Let me let me find out more specifically for you um, so then that way you know. Because um, I, maybe a lot of people are off <laughs> this week. Um, it is Halloween week. Halloween's on Saturday. Um, but it looks like the Spooktacular, the SeaWorld Spooktacular, is going to be going on through select dates through November the 2nd. So if you're looking to go, there's so many fun and different things out there. It looks like um, it's, let me hear, I'll look at it. I'll look at the guide for you um, while I'm here online with you. So as of right now, if you're looking to go, you can go today from 11 to six, the SeaWorld Spectacular is running. Also on Thursday, the 29th from 11 to six, the 30th, Friday, 11 to six, um, Saturday, Halloween from nine to seven. And then on, in November, um, they're gonna have November 1st on Sunday, nine to seven, and then November 2nd from 11 to six. So it goes all the way through Monday. If you're looking to have some fun, um, SeaWorld Spooktacular is awesome and you can feel comfortable. They do screenings The the check-in procedure was super easy. You guys like you know, you literally go in, you have to reserve ahead of time. So you have to reserve your tickets. You have to reserve, you know, you do, you pay for your parking right away. Um, may I recommend up close parking? It is awesome. It's an additional charge, but it gets you super close to the front of the park. Um, it's amazing. And uh, once you're there, you go through a line that gets you through a big tent where they do the temperature readings. Now, if you have a stroller, you will get the, you know, manual temperature reading where they, you know, aim the contactless thermometer at your forehead and then you go in. If you don't have a stroller, you literally walk down the tent and a computerized system like scans you. And I turned around to see what the person was looking at. There's a person standing there. It's almost like that movie, um, Total Recall, where they're going through the airport security and it shows like people's like, temperatures and stuff well that's what this tv camera this camera did it showed a per the people on the screen and then above their head it, it showed the the temperature 
it was crazy to see, but it was awesome. And that went pretty quick. And then getting into the park was no problem. You know, once you're in, you're in. Um, but they have some amazing things that you guys can check out during SeaWorld Spooktacular. They have their Spooktacular Candy Garden and Candy Stations throughout the park. Um, I believe there was like, I want to say nine, ten stations throughout the park. And it was fairly easy. There weren't very many long lines. Um, these candy stations were contactless. So you have um, a SeaWorld employee behind like a booth and then they they throw the candy down these uh, PVC pipes and then the kids just grab them that way. It's really, really fun to watch. Um, they also have a pumpkin scavenger hunt now. I will tell you it was an additional cost. It was $15 and it was fun though. My daughter really got into it. She's eight years old and she we walked around the entire park. They have more of the park opened. If you actually went to check out SeaWorld during their like taste that they had. They had like a little taste um, back in September, Taste of the Fall Festival. Um, the park was closed. They had barricaded at certain places, but a lot more of the park is now open. So you can go and check out, besides the candy stations, they also have, you know, the scavenger hunt, which was really fun. And then you turn in your scavenger hunt for really cool uh, prize, a reward. I won't tell you what it was, but you can go check it out for yourself. Um, they do have a Dia de los Muertos um, ballet folklorico dancers um, over by Journey to Atlantis, that ride. Um, the ride's not open, but there is dancers that are there. They perform throughout the day, and you can see the schedule, and it was really awesome to see. They also have their fall-flavored food and brews and cocktails event going on at the same time. So you can see all their fall-flavor-inspired uh, fall menu items, and you can, uh, you know, there's tons of brews and cocktails. Um, now, my family doesn't drink, but we did purchase, like, you purchase a upgraded dine um, thing, a, a dine meal. Um, basically, what it does, it, it gives you, um, it gives you six punches or six items that you can choose from if you're an adult for children it gives you four items and you're able to check out all the foods like it basically fed my family for lunch and dinner and it was great and we still had like extra stuff left over that we ended up just taking home with us um we, my wife got a chance to try the um fried green tomato slider i had the quartered chicken which was delicious um, is barbecue chicken. Um, my um, my kids had mac and cheese and chicken tenders. My wife also had the cake, um, the pumpkin cheesecake. Um, for dinner, there was a brisket slider, which she had, and I had the salmon. It was so good. Like, guys, like, literally get your upgrade um, because they have a lot of different menu items that you want to check out um, while you're there. Here, let me read some of the menu items that they have here. Um, they have... Um, yeah, it was quarter chicken, cranberry white wine glaze is what I had. They had St. Louis, uh, Louis barbecue ribs. They have a seasonal pretzel, for those of you that are interested. Um, they have stone IPA chicken wings. Um, they also had a sour cream roasted butternut squash and corn pico crushed avocado chi uh, barbecue chicken quesadilla. Right? Amazing, right? Um, they have a grilled barbecue cheeseburger. Um, there's so many different things you could have during this SeaWorld fall uh, menu, and you should get the upgrade. Um, it's, it's an additional add-on to your ticket price. Um, let me see here if I can find the actual the ticket menu. If you're wanting to do this, um, for the actual opportunity to 
go to the park and dine and drink bundle. It's uh, $93 for adults and uh, $78 for children. That includes your meals and includes admission to the park. But if you already have admission, if you're an annual pass member, if you have a fun card, it only costs $29.99 for the adults and 20 bucks for the kids. I mean, think about it. You're going to spend more money individually on the meals than you would if you got this dine and drink uh, add-on. I highly suggest that. That's pro tip for me to do that. Um, there's also the Monster Mash DJ dance party at the evening, which we did t- partake in, and that was so much fun at the evening. You, if you follow me on social media, you saw that we did that. They also have other things. They have a Halloween, uh, Sesame Street Halloween dance party, which we didn't get a chance to go see. They have cookie decorating with Cookie Monster and Elmo, which is an additional cost. Their shows are going on. They have so much going on for SeaWorld Spooktacular that you shouldn't miss out on, and it didn't feel... You know, it was a crowded day, but it didn't feel crowded. And I felt totally comfortable. We felt great. Um, the family had a blast. And and literally, if you did this on Halloween, you wouldn't have to trick-or-treat, <laughs> honestly. Because um, I know a lot of people are worried about trick-or-treating this year because of COVID. You go to SeaWorld and you feel like you did a Halloween thing. That That's just my pro, you know, my pro tip for you. There's still dates available. Like I said, today it's open. Then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So go check out SeaWorld Spooktacular. Um, and I you can trust me. You'll have a good time. It's worth the money to spend on the Spooktacular. And that's what my family did. We had a great time. All right. Speaking of the Spooktacular, I kind of mentioned a little bit about my diet. Um, for those of you that don't know, I'm in an intermittent fast right now. I am uh, a 40 day intermittent fast. I'm eating uh, lower calories. I only eat at 12 in the after or in the afternoon for lunch and then again at five. Uh, my lo- calorie intake is 600 to 800 calories. I only eat uh, six ounces of fruit, six ounces of protein and six eight ounces of veggies. Now how do I do that while I'm at SeaWorld? Well, you know what? I threw it all out the window. I basically decided, you know what? Sometimes the real world stuff happens. You can't always prepare. And I had already purchased this meal thing and I didn't want to waste the money on, you know, having to prepare my own food and then had this ticket extra thing that I bought. So what I ended up doing is I looked ahead of time. I didn't prep and I looked at the different meals that SeaWorld had and what I could take or what I can eat. So then when we got there for lunch, I ended up uh, we ended up at the Calypso's um, Calypso's uh barbecue place and it's over there by the dolphin stadium and the arcade if you're aware of that location um that's where i ended up having i grabbed a caesar salad um without the croutons without the cheese um i didn't even put caesar dressing on it it was basically basically just for the lettuce and then i grabbed the quartered chickens and i had myself chicken the the lettuce and um for fruit i actually brought an apple with me um, but yeah, and that was fine for lunch and I, I didn't weigh anything out. You know, if I had more chicken, I, literally guys, I walked by the end of the day, I walked 16,000 steps. So I think eating more protein was good for me. Um, and then for dinner, I ended up, you know, at Shipwreck Reef Cafe over there by the, um, Orca Stadium. And, uh, I ended up having some miso glazed salmon and I know salmon's a little fatty, it's healthy fats, but I know I'm not supposed to be having salmon, but I ended up having salmon and I ended up having, they, it came with zucchini, zucchini and squash. And I ate that and I was fine. Like again, I didn't end up having fruit for dinner, but guess what guys? Just to give you an update, I lost 0.5 pounds from uh, yesterday 
to or not yesterday excuse me from saturday to sunday when i weighed myself on sunday i was like "Uh oh you know i changed my diet up let's see what happens and guess what i lost 0.5 pounds so i lost half a pound at SeaWorld. so it could be done so i'm now down if you don't know i started this journey at 294 pounds i am now down to 208 and on this particular intermittent intermittent fast my fourth one I started at 223.4, and like I said, I'm now down to 208.6. So close to 15 pounds down, guys. 15, and the goal is 20 to 25 pounds. So it's, and I have about, today kicks off uh, day 26, so I have 14 more days to go. So I think I'm well on my way. And that is your weight loss check. All right, and last but not least, as always, I like to end the show with your moment of pure happiness. Um, these, this is like a story that will, will definitely make you smile. There's a list, as you already know, about the 20, uh, the baby names. And here are the most popular baby names for 2020. Um, so according to babycenter.com, it released its annual list of top baby names. And in past years, parents are picking up newspapers or flipping on television for inspiration to figure out, uh, what to, what names to avoid. Um, in previous years, when Game of Thrones or Mad Men shifted the trends, th- uh, this year, though, it's taken a more serious theme for 2020. So as we all know, Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna, who were killed in January in a helicopter crash, were honored by many families. Kobe jumped to the 216th most popular name, uh, and the biggest riser, which was the biggest riser of the list, and Gianna moved up 52 spots to number 24 among girls. In the world of politics, uh, Kamala Harris's first name went 100% in popularity uh, since last year. So, you know, Kamala is a, na- a popular name all of a sudden. The name Liberty also climbed 69 spots, and it was probably fueled by Meghan McCain's decision to name her child after the American ideal. Also, um, people are seeking inspiration um, as a sense of stability and desire to hold on to lost things. Parents are seeking comfort by naming their babies after people they admire, especially those passed on. We expect this trend to continue well into 2021, says Linda Murray, Baby Center's global editor-in-chief. I will say, as for Karen, the name Karen, the widespread name used on social media, has cratered the popular for newborns. The name fell 153 spots compared to 2019. The name Alexa was likely dragged down by Amazon's voice assistant and dropped 121 spots. Um, however, Baby Center found that politics and pop culture shifted preferences nobody could stop. Sophia's long, decade-long reign as the top girl name. So Sophia's the top girl name for 2020, and Liam is repeating as the top male name for 2020. So you can check out Baby Center's website if you're wanting to see all of the baby names, uh, the popular baby names in 2020. And that is your moment of pure happiness. Well, you guys, again, happy Monday. Um, I hope your week is starting off well. The weekend's going to be here, and we're going to have Halloween weekend, so get ready for that. Um, I am so appreciative of everybody listening. If you could follow me also on social media, you can do so by reaching or searching Hula SD, H-U-L-A-S-D, and you can see all of my videos and pictures and stuff I've posted. And keep up to date on what's going on with me and my weight loss check. Uh, Hula SD is where you want to look. Other than that, you guys have an amazing week. Have an amazing Monday. Thank you again for tuning in to Life with Hula, the podcast. And I will catch you later. Bye.